You pass your test, so then God can elevate you. God will not saddle me with all these responsibilities, except he knows, first of all, that my faith is strong enough to carry them. Secondly, he knows that no matter how much money he gives me, he knows I can take care of it. And there'll be no hanky-panky, no Mickey Mouse stuff. Hmm? It's the same thing. He handpicked Minister Ashby, knowing that, it's like, you know, one time I had a family saying that uh, they gave their son money to give Minister Ashby. And that when they got their statement that the money was short, I said, now, nah, don't make me angry. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm telling you, don't make me angry. Leave the church. I said, you cannot question this man's integrity. Not with me. Amen. I say, just leave the church. Because it's curses that will pronounce on you. He was so short. I said, that's the way I roll. Whatever I am in front of you, that's what I am behind you. I can't deal with all this mess. I told him, you better leave the church before you, if you say one more thing against him, I will pronounce curses on you. So, when he saw how adamant and fierce I was, so he went back to his son and said, so now, tell me the truth. Because we're going to find ourselves in what we cannot handle. That's when the young man said that when he was given the money, he went in the restroom and took some and put it in his pocket. And then, you see? But well, people are always going to fight for their family. Yeah. And you come to question a man I've been working with for 21 years. And everything balances to the penny. Yeah. I said, hey. Yeah. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I will pronounce curses on you. If you say that one more thing against him. And it was his son all along. So if a man is faithful and little, give him 10 million. You could. I mean, I'm, I'm busy. I forget stuff. People are talking to me all the time. Whatever he says, hey, I tell him, okay, tell me what the truth is because I know that I may have forgotten something. Sometimes I tell him, okay, do this, do this. I will give back the money. Then I forget. Then we get in a meeting. He says, okay, Apostle, you old. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, when did I, oh, it reminds me. <laughs> it, 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 it's incredible. Straight as an arrow. Uh-huh. Isn't that what the Lord said? He said he gave our talent and he came back for a reckoning. He said, well done. Thou good? Uh, now watch. 
says, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust? You notice, he said that God uses the money test to determine qualifications for spiritual treasures. He says, or the unrighteous mammon, money, if you are not found faithful in the handling of money, he said, you will not be trusted with the true riches, which are spiritual treasures. So when you are making all these adulterated decisions, alternative facts, you know your tithe is this much, (laughs) and then you rearrange it. Or you do it in such a way that God will need to recall the angels to make sure they calculate everything. Where you do $54.25. You can't just do 55 Amen. So they have to go and recalculate yourself and make sure they cut it. So if you need $50, they give you 50 or 49.50. <laughs> because there's some 50 cents somewhere. Then make sure they leave you bare knuckles because that's how you give. He said they use your faithfulness in the unrighteous mammon to determine your qualifications for true riches. And in this church, hey, there have been so many times where I have felt a spiritual offense from God by what people came and gave, particularly at the altar. These things are very sensitive. God says, hey, the reason the door opened for Gentiles, is it not that the Jews were offering tepid sacrifice? The, the lame and the blind. They said, well, he's going to be burnt anyway. Just give him the rejects. He said, he said now, okay. I'm going to curse you priests and curse your children. And now, from now on, he said, my name will be great among the Gentiles. So the door opened for us because the Jews messed it up. So then when we messed it up, where are we headed? Where are you headed? And particularly where you see me walking on water before you, practicing to the nth degree, this covenant. And it's carrying everything. All right, now watch. He says, verse 11, Therefore, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous man. You know, faithfulness is consistency. Not in and out. Not up and down. Not every now and then. Like the sun comes out. Like the moon comes out. You say, who will commit to your trust? You say, what will even make you think that anybody will commit to you spiritual treasures? But people will be fasting and praying and wondering why they don't hear from God or why the realms are not open. You are failing the money test. You are failing it. Watch. And if you have not been faithful in that, which is another man's, who shall give you? Because it's the same God that set up this church. It's the same God that will bless you. So you cannot allow Satan to separate this church from God. Amen. From your God. 
That's how they will defeat you. This is not the church. This is God. Amen. He says, for God to release what he has for you to you, God has to look at you and see that you are faithful in that which he gave me to do. And if he examines you and you are not faithful in what he gave me to do, he says yours will never manifest. Amen. This is how people defeat themselves in church. And you wait from year to year to year thinking that something will happen and nothing happens. You don't know that it's these things that are stealing your breakthrough. I keep teaching and explaining and you see that juggernauts, I keep doing the same thing. Okay then, I have nothing else to do. And then when you come and tell me there's no breakthrough, I say, all right, did you keep my covenant? Because it's working for me and everybody else who is submitted to it. Mm. <clears throat> I told you, I was in Nigeria. I gave this guy money. And then two or three days later, he came back for more money. And I asked him, do you still pray? Is it that every time you see me, you see dollars? You know, people in Africa think that when you come to America, you pick up dollars on the streets. <laughs> That's what they think. If you're in America, it's automatic. You're rich. So, I was pretty upset that he would do this. because I'm not talking about little money. I think I gave, initially I gave him $3,000. And the heck he comes two, three days later for more money. I said, am I, am I your God? Do you still pray? Maybe because I'm, I'm benevolent, you think that I have money. It's a sacrifice. And then I turn to walk away. God said, give him. <laughs> this is what I was telling you at the beginning of this service. Did I want to give him? But once that came down, okay, this is how you defeat yourself. Now, you know you've been hearing from God all this time. And then when you hear what you don't want to do, you say, Lord, is that you? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> or you start rebuking the devil. Yes. That's the one. So I turned around and I gave to him. I left, but I was upset, but I obeyed. Because if I don't obey, then where am I going? So I gave to him. I was upset. I got on the flight. I flew to Atlanta, Georgia. I still was upset. I'm thinking about it. And <laughs> I'm telling you, and I was coming into the leadership meeting the next morning, and I was going to talk to the leaders about it and tell them to pray with me on it because they know the culprit. And I was on my way into the sanctuary, and Doc pulled up. And then, you know, Doc dances when he walks. But this time, totally out of character, he ran. And they jumped in front of me. I said, Doc, what is it? This is out of character. He said, now, the Lord told me to give you this, and he will make me a millionaire. Amen. 
This is the perfect fit of I was glad. When they said unto me, I had my gripe. And just before I entered the sanctuary, I collided with my breakthrough. Because the seed he gave me was three times what I gave the man. I don't know how long it took, 90 days or whatever. This thing manifested. Boom, boom, boom. Look, the million has shown up. Now, there are some things that I'm noticing that tells me, even though I'm not in my financial covenant, I said we'll get there, but you can see I haven't finished this one. We'll get there in the next segment. But this has been burning in my heart. I see that people don't understand my covenant financially. People are starting businesses and never come to talk to me. I never sow a seed. And they go out and start a business. How is it going to work supernaturally? And then I hear they are scuffling and going through all of this. I say, it's because <laughs> it's like a man. They said, uh, the, the way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. He shed his blood, you know, and all that. And after you receive that, you go back to Judaism and start reading the law. And then going to the Sabbath and doing all of this. Why? Okay. He said to use a more natural uh, example so you can get it. All right. You're trying to go to New York. Your forefathers went on buggies. Mm -hmm. Hmm? So now you got an airplane. You can get on Delta. An hour, 45 minutes, you're in New York. And you decide, well, I'm going to ride a motorcycle. A motorcycle, I mean, I was doing good by using a motorcycle because they go fast. It's just that you might not make it to South Carolina before a tractor trailer knocks you in the woods. And then we'll pick you up to the emergency room. <laughs> but let's say you decide to ride a bicycle to New York. That's what, that's what it is like. After all, you've been taught. And then you don't know how. When every breakthrough you see here, came through a seed. It's not like I'm teaching it to you and the church is practicing something else. If till tomorrow, God said, give $2,000 a month to Kenekopla Ministries and make it infinitum. He said, forever. We did 12 months to get it going. At the 13 months, and Dickens said that that 13 month was the breakthrough with the pilots. Name anything, I'll tell you the seed that brought it. So how can you be in such a ministry and then you go out to do something and you have no seed in the ground? I don't understand it. I said, why? It's like what the old folks say, you're trying to reinvent the wheel that's already invented. The, the, the blessing of the foreigner is that he preceded you and cleared the path. So when I hear that, oh, this one started business in April, or this, I say, hey, they started a business, and I don't know it. Hey. 
I've never seen a people so blessed and yet so impoverished. How? With all that you have seen, all the miracles. Eh? <laughs> you saw Bill Winston come here and preach his sermon and said, I'm Bill Winston, and I proved this message and walked out. And God said to me, receive the and I went from a little citation to a go one. Why? His grace stepped on this pulpit. That's what you honor. It's not macho. It's God given. You honor what God honors. Come on. Doc will bear me witness. I went with them to yeah, South Sudan. And the guy said that because he's a franchise church, that he cannot not preach. But that because they want to partake of my grace, he will give me 30 minutes. So we split it. I preach 30 minutes. He preached 30 minutes. So that his enemies in the church will not call headquarters and say that he did not preach. And I spoke for 30 minutes. I made sure I stayed in order. 30 minutes. I handed him his uh, microphone and didn't think anything of it. And service finished, greeted people, and went back to the hotel. First thing in the morning, we were having morning devotion. The pastor walks in at the hotel. He said, I came here to give my testimony. He brought me a seat in U.S. dollars. I said, no, 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 you need it more than He said, no, I want this thing to be permanent. I said, oh. I heard the same thing God taught me. I said, oh, you're a son of God. Eh? Watch. He said that as soon as I left the church, they were going to their second service. God said to him, your life and ministry has changed because my son graced your pulpit. That's when I understood what happened with me and Bill Winston. He stood here and my stuff elevated. But pride doesn't understand that. You think it's a natural thing. God said to the man, because I walked on his pulpit, that his ministry has been elevated. And boom! In that service, he said, one crazy woman started disrupting the service. He said, listen, in all the years I've been pastoring, this has never happened. He said he rebuked the spirit in the woman, and the woman hit the ground. He said he was in shock because he had never experienced that. And the demons left the woman, and the woman came back to her senses. And God said to him, that was the grace that was left here. And he came early in the morning at 6 a.m. with a seed that this blessing will be permanent. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's the way this kingdom is arranged. Don't let pride keep you from it. Don't let pride keep you from it. Follow what God taught me. You will go from glory to glory. 
your own destiny will work out. So that's what he does. He sets up something. He routes people there so you can either qualify or get disqualified on your own destiny. But Satan goes to believers and says, well, that's the church. But God is over here. Mm -mm. Then you, you, Jesus is your Lord. And he said that the zeal of his father's house has eaten him up. And then how can you serve God without zeal in his house? And you mistreat the church. You come late to things. You ask to make a sacrifice. You're making excuses. Your destiny will tank. You serve God first. You serve him hot. Zealous. And boom, everything works. Or you can keep offering him this lukewarm sacrifice. Uh He say he nauseates him. He makes him want to throw. Here you go. He goes. I don't know if that happens, but it's an angel. Can I get some water there? <laughs> because I feel like throwing up. He says, you, 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 I will spew you out of my mouth, Jesus said. He said, he doesn't like lukewarm stuff. If you're going to do it, Long before Nike discovered it, Mary said it to the disciples. Whatever he says to do, they went in the Bible and took it. And it worked for them. Learn these things. Let it not be just another sermon, but let them be life-changing messages to reroute your destiny and ride the sinking ship and set your sails. And you can go high and high until Jesus comes back for you. Come on. Lift your hands to him and thank him that you heard this word tonight. Thank him that you will not remain the same. Thank him that you will change your attitude. You will act differently. You will serve with passion. You will serve with fire. Hallelujah. You will be zealous of good works. Hallelujah. You will not be a lazy servant. You are in the church, but you serve nowhere. You are volunteering nowhere. You are making no sacrifice. Oh, you will be beaten with many stripes. Even if you make it into heaven, you will be beaten, the Bible says, with many stripes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord, we reconsecrate ourselves to you. Help us to meet your grade, to pass our tests. Lord, we will become what you honor. Glorify your great name. Do you have a man of God in your life that you honor? One that is bearing fruit. One that is evidence in God's approval. Has it blessed you? Has it transformed your life? Has it elevated you? You know, in my life, people have given me gifts as an issue of obligation or saving faith or because others are doing it, but not in faith. And they do it with no response from God. Do you know that people don't know that when you give an offering to God, he should testify 
that he accepts it. I've heard people preaching against me for these things. I said, first of all, it's none of your business. Secondly, if God is testifying that he approves or receives the offering, the amount is not the issue. The issue is whether it is the right sacrifice. Because I've seen thousands rejected by God, and I've seen 200 and some dollars approved of, of God so mightily. We had a Thanksgiving service where the young man's offering was so accurate that God said to me, let him put his offering in the basket, and that offering become, that basket becomes my oracle. And as soon as he put his offering, I started touching people, waving the basket everywhere. Glory was falling on people, breakthroughs taking place from a man's accurate offering. Do you understand these things? Did you hear that testimony? That because Bill Winston graced this pulpit, that glory lifted us into a higher realm. Is the same thing that happened as you saw in the testimony there in South Sudan when I graced the man's pulpit, his ministry elevated. That's what you get when you honor spiritual authority and grace. You have to face it. You have to face it. It is the way this kingdom is arranged. Don't remain your own man, a man not under any authority. It will not work for you. You're going to be frustrated in this kingdom. You are going to be frustrated. Learn and live. Learn and thrive. Learn and soar. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Write to me, P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. I haven't said that in some weeks now. You can write a testimony. Let us know what God is doing. So many of you are watching the voice of resurrection. We never hear from you. One guy said to me, he's one of my anonymous donors, okay? Amen. But put your name, sign up. <laughs> Let it be proven that you are indeed supporting the voice of resurrection. Amen. Whew. Send your checks today or you can go online. You can give online, yes. You can use Cash App. I think it's the dollar sign RHFA and give or something like that. It's all on your screen anyway. I need to tell you how to put your seat down. The information is there. We celebrate God. 21 years of glory and grace. Join us in the celebration. Your life will not remain the same. We give God praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. Come and join Resurrection House for All Nations. We'd love to get more people trained, amen. Get more families freed from generational curses. Get more sons of God on the earth and release them for breakthrough ministry. End time global harvest, that's what it's all about. We give God praise and thank you, Lord, for resurrection. Amen. The first of resurrection will go national. We believe God for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you. This week has been instructional, been the sword, corrections and teachings. Don't run from it. It's life changing and we'll bless you. Amen. God bless you. See you tomorrow.